Journalist Kate Story, in her new book, chronicles the history of the Kennedy clan in their summers by the sea in Hyannisport. Book critic Joan Baum has this review. In case you missed the last quarter of the 20th century, generations of Kennedys made their mark serving this country in war and politics, were assassinated, suffered debilitating illnesses, succumbed to a tradition of controlled recklessness, to drugs, alcohol, hushed-up affairs, dominating the headlines for years. Now comes journalist Kate Story with a sympathetic account of their lives on Cape Cod over the last hundred years since patriarch Joe Kennedy built the first mansion at Hyannisport. She provides a concentrated, compassionate account of how America's first dynasty may have changed the popular summertime destination and how it may have changed the Kennedys. For those who know the overall stories, however, there will be questions. Why this book, White House by the Sea, and why now? What does story bring to the already crowded field of Kennedy histories, biographies, analyses that has not already been raked over by partisan and nonpartisan researchers? Yes, some details from the mainly JFK summers that extended through Thanksgiving have remained unnoticed until now. But did the mayhem of security, local and federal, repeated trespasses and photographic invasions on the Cape basically change community attitudes? Did Republican Hyannisport go Democratic? Did neighbors resent deeply the newcomers? To judge from Story's book, No. Still, of what value to history are some of the details she notes, often unrelated and pressed into an inconclusive paragraph? Did 50-year-old Frank Sinatra pulling up in a 168-foot yacht with 20-year-old Mia Farrow in tow in blonde pigtails mean anything? Kudos, though, to Story's three-year pursuit during the pandemic of interviews with celebs and locals, all thanked profusely in an author's note. Clearly, the attractive cover photo of Jack and Jackie with little Caroline on their patio signals stories take, admiring with just slight acknowledgement of the aggressive competitiveness that Joe Kennedy instilled in his children. Kennedys don't cry, he would say. Kennedys fight to win. Needless to say, there is no mention of Marilyn Monroe or of JFK's mob-connected mistress Judith Exner or any delving into the dubious business practices of Joe Sr.'s amassing of fortune as the rest of the nation descended into the Depression. If there is an unsung stoic heroine story would like to emerge in these pages, it's matriarch Rose Kennedy, daughter of a former mayor of Boston. The readers never really get to see her beyond her overseeing the clan on the lawn, going to daily mass, and silently watching her husband's visiting lovers come and go. In one sense, the book is timely. White House by the Sea is a true beach read. It's summer now when the tourist season heats up on the Cape, with all manner of visitors trying to get and see and tour the old Kennedy compound, particularly Patriarch Joe Sr.'s The Big House. The beach is where the Kennedys love to play intensely and competitively with their own family members and with their kids, sailing, swimming, skirmishing, and in troubled times, when not, seeking refuge and solitude in a stroll at water's edge. Why Story would choose to recall such a time as basically innocent, however, is a mystery, but the book is nicely written and the photos are lovely. I'm Joan Baum. 
Joan Baum is an arts critic who lives in Springs, Long Island, and she's host of the podcast, Baum on Books.